When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warriors, James. Ward low here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Welcome to the Dive Bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Thank you, Marv, for the lovely introduction and the melodious flatulence. With me today to talk wrestling in the dive bar of the IWC. Pa-pow! We got Bishop and we got Clumped. Ho, ho, ho! Yeah. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy like Christmas. all the decorations yeah, everywhere merry holidays and all that stuff i brought a little friend with me today a little fiend on the scene <laughs> he's like my he's my associated tree topper uh figure in honor of the legend himself he will stay out for now on no longer wait till christmas uh, but yeah. he's my tree topper this year and then after that the fiend will always be on the scene so but cheers brother thanks for having me at TW Takes Podcast on X slash Twitter, TWTakesPodcast.com for all platforms. It was so weird for a little brief moment there in one of the seasons. Uh, they had the that Bray Wyatt Fiend topper, but they also came out with a Funko Pop that had the Fiend in like a Santa hat and like, I think a sweater. And it was just so weird to me at the time. I mean, I loved it, but it was so weird to be all like, uh, it's Christmas time. We need more fiend stuff. Thematic. <laughs> like what? But it if works. The... Yeah. Dude, I even got my Lily on the ledge t-shirt done. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. I didn't Not know only they did that. On the scene, but Lily's on the ledge, bro. 
I did not know they did a Lily on the Ledge. See, they did so oh. much Christmas stuff for that. They did. Uh, I get, I just read something a minute ago. Uh, did a uh, WWE did a Legends contract for Bray for his family, so I heard the, that they can kind of keep monetizing stuff and give money to the family that through that. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, hell, why wouldn't you? Especially given who his wife is and her history with the company, why would you not just be like, hey, guys, uh, here's a little bit of money for the rest of your guys' life. You know, here's some guaranteed something. Because were they not quite married? No. Yeah. She posted on the anniversary that was supposed they were supposed to get married this year. Yeah, see, I thought I was confused by that post. She said this was going to be the day we were going to get married or something like that, and I didn't know. Yeah, they had I didn't realize they weren't married. So, uh, yeah. So they did. Uh, they did a legends contract there. So that was. Oh man, crazy! Really cool. I'm excited to see what kind of legend stuff they do with him. To be honest, I don't think they're just gonna let it sit. Um, he was just too beloved and too easy to monetize in a real basic form, right? His characters were all so visually identifiable, and and. I mean, almost like bold, you know, uh, I don't even mean monetize in a weird corporate way. I mean, in like for the family kind of a way, like, hey, we could mm -hmm. and people want it. I want to buy more fiend stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I said that, um, you know, when when he did pass and basically his merch was sold out, I was just like, please make more so I can mm -hmm. help honor the legacy and, you know, in, in tune support the family. You know, no offense. I don't want to just give Jojo a check. I would like to buy merch though, so I can celebrate too, you know. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame this year? I think you've got to, right? I think you put him in the Hall of Fame right away. Yeah, I had that conversation earlier because it's in Philly this year and I can go. But I was like, Do I wanna go? Because it's quite possible, like one of the last times we'll ever hear his song again played over the Jumbotron. Mm -hmm. But like could I like, could I sit through that? You know, I, I cried for like three days, like nonstop. And then of course, every retrospective they did of him, it just brought me to tears. Like he was so precious to watch him wrestling. Now, like it'd be awesome to go see his music live one more time, but fuck, I don't know if I can sit through it. It'd be hard, but I think yeah. be, like, if you can, I especially given your connection to Philly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you were there uh, at Extreme Rules when he yeah. uh, when he came back. Yeah. He came back, the whole White Rabbit yeah. thing. So also saw him there when uh when Luke Harper tore his ACL in a a post show dark match. Mm. It was in a, a triple threat against um non Shield Roman uh oh Roman and Usos I think it was uh, before the Bloodline. Mm. Uh, but his his so I mean you guys uh, you guys have seen him live correct? Mm -hmm. So song hits and then everyone puts their flashlights up. Oh, chills! It's it's fucking it's so eerie. But. His first run with uh with the fiend, they were doing the live shows, setting up for the Hell in a Cell with Seth, and they came through town, and it was a live show. And the main event was was Fiend and Seth, and uh, it was one of those things. Seth was the champion, right? So it was a championship match. Like, how are they going to get out of this? Right? Obviously, they're not going to change the title here, um, and. Uh, ended up doing the mandible claw on the turnbuckle. So they counted him out for not breaking off the ropes. Uh, but we, we made those, uh, the plates. If you remember in the thing, the, 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 
it was a little plate with a little sketch of the fiend mask and he would hold it over his face. And we made those and we were like front row holding him up. And like, he kind of glanced over when he was walking out. Like that was our first time seeing fiend live. It was fucking cool, dude. Imagine. But, Imagine. Uh, what's going on? What's in your glass? What are you drinking? Clump, I saw you there with a little stogie. What you got there? Oh, uh, I got a Tatiana. Just the oh. chocolate flavor. Chocolate and then Buddha Ranger. Buddha Ranger? Yeah, it's, I would recommend it. Is that the, <laughs> is that an NA or an IPA? It's an IPA. I strongly wouldn't recommend it. All right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it a lot. So. It tastes like feet. Yeah. That's not one of my... And not in a good way? Allergies. Like Nia Jack's feet. Oh. Uh, Beef planet feet. <laughs> uh, Bishop, what are you drinking? Uh, I got a little eggnog cocktail. I'm in the season spirit, man. Uh, you know, a little Jim Beam black, some nutmeg, some eggnog. Cheers. I don't know, man. Am I wrong for that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong for that? Clump's got all his decorations up. We've put up our own stocking. Yeah, I'm coming to you guys from a Scandinavian prison. Yeah, uh, I got vodka and sparkling water. I didn't even That's think about trying to make a twenty-two-year-old girl. It's like yeah. champagne anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorority champagne, man. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, <laughs> it's Sam's Club sangria. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, well, we're here to talk talk wrestling. I don't have any other news stuff. Uh, I did. I was re- going through some of them, and I saw. Just the lamest of headlines, things that were like, oh, MGF comments on this, and you read it, and it's all like, he says too many words for not enough stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I just don't, I think the big thing that everyone's talking about right now is TV deals, TV rights. I think it's a little out of our wheelhouse. Um, But I will say, it's fascinating to see how it's going to play out, just knowing what's up in the air uh, and all the players. That, to me, is already the most interesting part of it, not speculation on where this one might go or that one goes, just where they actually land. Like when SmackDown was called over to USA, when NXT was called up over to CW, it was like, this is interesting. We'll see how that kind of plays through. Hulu is supposed to lose their contract with WWE. Uh, I'm super excited about that because Hulu sucks. Uh, But uh, I'm curious because I do feel like the USA already is not as easy for me to stream as a lot of other channels. I'm well, isn't it like it's on Peacock eventually? Hopefully, with a month this, later. Well, hopefully with this change, maybe they'll be more immediate about it because they've been getting better. I mean, it makes no sense to do that month out thing. I thought that was part of the Hulu arrangement. That's what I thought too. So that's what I'm hoping with this Hulu being dumped that more stuff will show up on Peacock the next day because NXT has been showing up on Peacock the next day, but raw and SmackDown wouldn't, but Hulu, because I thought I had to do with the Hulu deal, but then Hulu also had NXT, but they also edit out over half of raw and a third of SmackDown to make it fit the way they want it to. Uh, and it's superfluous what they remove and what they keep. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about the potential of stuff being utilized through Peacock more. Yeah. Anything else? But uh, I guess we're just gonna see how it plays out, man. I might have to start watching things through shady sites. I mean, that's what I do now. I mean, looking at the CW, they're owned by Nexstar Media Group, 
75%. And the other 25 is Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery. So that cuts them out of Peacock completely. Um, unless Nexstar owns NBC Universal, which I doubt. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I do wonder, like, what's exclusivity going to look like at that point? You know, can it show up on Peacock the next day if Hulu doesn't have some sort of weird strong arm on it? You know, or does it like like with NBC Universal now, uh, my profile allows me to log into the USA app. It allows me to stream live sometimes, but not all channels. And some shows I can watch the replay and some shows I can't. And it's just, I believe, having to do with some of these other contracts and some just excited for these the shit to be done with so we can see what we're looking at you know like what is it gonna look like and who knows and to be honest i don't care if one of them goes out of business man if AEW loses everything i don't care i know everyone wants me to care and says oh you have to care but i don't because i don't watch it i don't enjoy it i don't pay attention to it if it disappeared i wouldn't think twice i didn't even know impact was still around for 20 years i didn't know it was still around and all of a sudden it was back <laughs> and i was like oh shit here we go. They can do the same thing. Yeah. Do the same thing. Go to Twitch. I don't care. You know? But well, uh, I think yeah. I think the 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 whole AEW thing, we've talked about this at nauseum, right? Their whole business model isn't really a fucking business model. So no. they're not in it to make money. I was listening to a podcast earlier today and it, it just reminded me of some shit I said fucking two years ago. Like these guys make so much money if they lose money, it's just a tax write-off for their overall business. Like it's not like they're really losing money because they're not operating for profit. They're operating to make the losses so they get the tax breaks. Like it's not, they don't care. And as much as people think that they do, it just doesn't add up because they're not, they're not trying, you know? So like you said, if they, if they're off of TV then fuck it, what do I care? You know, get, I would rather get them get 5 million consistent viewers on Twitch during their shows than even worry about being on TV, you know? Yeah. It does feel like, it's the passion project of a very rich kid. And it feels yeah. like that more and more like with bookings, with the roster, it, it or it kind of feels like UWF. Yeah. It feels a lot like UWF. Yeah. And I've been covering UWF a lot with John on a uh, wrestling spotlight. We just got through, uh, we're just finishing up 94 right now. And, and we, they, we just finished the big reboot that UWF did where all of a sudden he hadn't been around for a couple of years. And then Herb Abrams gets a fucking, like pay-per-view deal that's streaming on some big ESPN like channel. And it was just nuts. He just popped up all of a sudden because money talks and oh. would do a big crazy thing and then just disappear again. And, and I know like, and I get the, it. Hmm? Go ahead. Is that when he did like the 200 person pay-per-view at uh, Vegas? Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the one bit. What was it? Brawl. Brawl at the beach or beach brawl or something stupid like that. It was it was a weird name for being at Vegas. Uh but yeah, and I don't want it's not really like like I do feel like there's this weird onus that fans are putting on other fans to care about certain things that's just kind of not our business. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want someone to lose their job, but at the same time, I don't care if most people lose their job. Right. Like it's not my responsibility to care that everyone keeps the single job they have. You can find another job, hopefully. Right. Uh, and I I do think that massive layoffs is horrible and shitty and it sucks for those people. But there's a certain level where it's all like, I'm just watching a TV show, guys. Like, yeah, I haven't watched right. Adam Cole in like five years. 
if he stopped doing what he does, I wouldn't notice and I wouldn't care. And I don't mean right. that and that I wish him ill, but I do mean that if he suddenly AW goes out of business and, and they can't pay Adam Cole, if he's not able to feed his family all of a sudden, like people want to pretend is the thing, then he's stupid. Anyone who we've been seeing on any of these shows for multiple years, if we're really concerned about their ability to feed their family, if they get laid off is a weird onus on us to care if they're responsible because you made too much money to not be able to be secure. No, they're not all millionaires, but they were all secure for a while. You know, the onus also feels like, well, as a WWE fan, you're supposed to be more of a, you're supposed to be sporting AEW because you want wrestling to be bigger and larger, but there isn't an onus on AEW fans to be supportive of WWE. That's true too. That doesn't go both ways. You're right. It's the, Hey, if you're a WWE fan, you have to want AEW to succeed. And if it's, uh, if you're a big AEW fan, fuck Vince McMahon. Am I right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and who knows sometimes when they've moved around, I mean, I do think it's fucking bizarre that they've said that Monday night raw might not stay on Monday nights. At this point, they've branded it as raw and gotten away from Monday night as a branding in case they have to move to a different day. Can you imagine if after all this time, Raw's not on Monday anymore? Yeah, I mean, Thursday night, Thursday, right? Or Thursday, Raw, Thursday, and Tuesday night, Raw, and whatever. I mean, I hear you, but at the end of the day, we're just going to see what to watch. I mean, I don't know. Just like AEW being in or out of business doesn't matter, right? Like, if it's not on Monday night, then I'll watch something else. If it's on... You know, I, I don't know if if Dynamite was on Thursdays, would I watch it? Probably not. But there's a better chance because I'm already watching something on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. well, but, you know, so like, yeah, if it frees up my Monday, then I'll just watch it on Tuesday. Then I'll watch NXT on Wednesday. Like, it's not that big a deal to me. I get what you're saying for the legacy of it. But, you know, it's also aired on other nights before. Rob, I wonder how much. Yeah, they, they've aired on Thursday and Tuesday and oh, Smackdown did Smackdown popped around. I'm talking back in the 90s, bruh. Like 30 years ago, bruh. What are you talking it about? Happened. It was on Monday all the time. There are episodes that have aired on different days. I guarantee it. You're a fucking liar, dude. Dude, I don't lie. Fucking liar. Dude, see this? This means Clump. I don't lie. Clump is Bishop full of shit right now. Mommy, daddy, quit fighting. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, okay. Clump, what were you going to say? What were you going to say, Clump? Oh. Uh... <laughs> I also like, I mean, I was going to say, I think of it as a positive because it can go anywhere else, but also like maybe Mondays aren't the best slot for it. You know, yeah, it's consistent, but maybe putting it on a Friday, you know, and making it like an event like this Friday night, you know what I mean? Can you imagine if they put Raw exactly where SmackDown is and it does double the numbers immediately? Like it would just... For my pettiness, I would think it'd be funny. I'd love uh, to be the lead-in for SNL. Dude, that would be fucking sick. How many times have you go to turn on SNL, and it's the episode from the week before, and then oh. it's the news, and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess SNL's starting now. If it was yeah. Raw or SmackDown, that'll work. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Good I point, just wanted man. all to stream in one place. I swear on everything. When I got back into wrestling and I got the WWE Network, I canceled my cable and all that shit. I turned on the WWE Network at 8 o'clock, and Raw wasn't on. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just put it all in one place. 
You That's know, what I thought was going to happen with Peacock. Yeah. Sign a deal with Disney and just put everything right on ESPN+. Plus. I'll sign up for it. Eight bucks if, a month. If there's one thing the Peacock deal has shown us over the years, it's fuck, fuck us anyways, right? For watching. <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> Like that's kind of their bag, anyways. Is they're just like yep. fuck you for watching. You'll find it if you find it, and if not, fuck off. And you're kind of like, dude, I just want to watch it. Like I thought the whole deal was we we're gonna get it all in one place, and I could always watch it. And they're like, no. Matter of fact, we're gonna split it up more, bitches. Make it harder, and we're gonna edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And we might flip flop days. Yeah. Justin, time coming through. Cheers to Justin, time. Cheers. He still needs to figure out his shit, man. He's got to get his shit together so he can come on the show and drink with us. We got Hard Mountain Dews out there, dude. Mm. Been trying to get him on here, having a Hard Mountain Dew for ages. That's how old I am, I say ages. Yeah, you're really showing your ages. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh I've just, it's weird. I just felt like I had like a hair up my ass because I feel like so many podcasts I've been listening to have been really preachy about what I have to like and who to like. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't mind if you tell me what you like, but it's weird to be like, if you don't like this, you don't like X, Y, Z. And you're like, no, 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 no. You can also just not like a thing or think something's bad or stupid or not like the same, like, you know what I mean? Like, the fuck? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you don't like this comedian, you don't like comedy at all. No, it's not true. No. All right. You just don't like that comedian. Like, fine. Although there's a list of people I just wish would never work again in the wrestling business. I swear to God. There's a list like, of people who? I wish would work. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, just in time. Bring in the facts. SmackDown has been on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays at one point. You're goddamn right, just in yes, time. they have consistently. Yeah. I'm saying consistently. Raw has done one-offs on other nights. No one knows what you're talking about, dude. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with